So it's something to keep in mind uh, because this then is naturally the emission of Krishna consciousness. And Rupa Goswami is the one who has established Lord Chaitanya's mission. He's the founder of our Krishna consciousness movement. So he's saying that the conclusion of all Upadesh is that one becomes a servant of Krishna and his service is to give Krishna consciousness to others. And later on Lord Chaitanya elaborates on that. Lord Chaitanya bunun konuşuyor. He says that Yaradeka, Sarikaha, Krishna Upadesh, again the word Upadesh. Well, whoever you meet, then you talk to them about Krishna. And and save your land. Your place of residence. Your family. Your village. Uh, so it uh, whether big or small, but somehow or another uh, connected to our lifestyle must be benefiting others. Rupa Goswami doesn't talk more about that in this book. But the implication is here because he starts talking about well, what's the qualification of someone uh, becoming a teacher. Ama bunun e, uygulaması burada görünmüyor çünkü e, bir kişinin e, öğretmen olmaya başladığı durumda hangi niteliklere sahip olduğunu belirtiyor. So he says, Vacho Vegam, Manasato Vegam, Jiva Vegam, Udarakashta Vegam, Eitam Vegam. So Prabhupada uses this word straight line. E, Prabhupada bu kelimeyi kullanıyor, düz çizgiler. Vacha means your words. Our speech. Manas means our mind. Manas means anger. means anger. and one's tongue, which refers will refer to both speaking but also eating. Pasta, uh, to also control the urges uh, to eat uh, the belly and also the genitals. Prabhupada talks about a straight line between eating and this type of uh, vocal conduct and uh, also the primary urge and the most overwhelming urge uh, of humanity which is uh, sexual enjoyment. So, uh, so sense control and, and mind control. So uh, these things, uh, there are different senses. There are uh, called the working senses. Uh, there are the knowledge acquiring senses. looking for what the Vishaheta, uh, what the translation is. And here the translation is to tolerate. So quite interesting that uh, you see the repetition of this word Vega. 
Peygamber kelimesinin e, ne kadar ünlü olduğunu görüyorsunuz. What is it? What is it mean? Ne anlamda geliyor? Megam. What does it mean? Megam. You are just doing what's in front of you. Urge. Urge. Yes, the urge. So the urges. Uh, Rupa Goswami is not saying that there should be no more urge. Rupa Goswami artık dürtülerimiz olmaması gerektiğini söylemiyor. Well, he's not even talking necessarily about a fully liberated soul. Tamamıyla özgürleşmiş bir kişiden bahsetmiyor. He's talking about someone who still has these urges. Hala bu tür dürtülere sahip olan bir kişiden bahsediyor. So Vacho Vegam, they have the urge to speak. Vacho Vegam, yani konuşma dürtüsüne sahip olan bir kişi. But how do you talk? What does what does it mean to actually control speech? Aslında konuşmayı kontrol etmek ne anlama geliyor? Ne şekilde konuşuyoruz? Krishna talks about austerity of the tongue, austerity of speech. Krishna dilin feragatından ve konuşmanın feragatından bahsediyor. Always speaking very favorable. Her zaman çok uygun bir şekilde konuşmak. That's the positive side and the negative side is uh, avoiding speech that offends. Bu daha pozitif olan kısmı bir de hakaretlerden kaçınmak. So that uh, ultimately what one comes out of one's mouth is very important because most often you judge people by how they communicate. İnsan ağzından çıkan sözler çok büyük önem taşıyor çünkü genel olarak insanlar nasıl konuştuklarıyla yargılıyor. Belki bir şey uygun olmayan bir şekilde söyleme dürtüsü olabilir ama burada hayır diyor bunu kontrol edilmesi gerekiyor. So that urge to be able to just not just speak to person face to face anything but speaking about people which is called prajapa. Yani bu yüz, bir kimsenin yüzüne karşı bir şey söylemek değil sadece insanlar hakkında sonradan konuşmak yani prajapa da olabilir dedikodu. So one of the later verses will see that Rupa Goswami says this prajapa is something uh, that spoils one's Krishna consciousness. Biz daha sonraki kutalarda görüyoruz. Rupa Goswami, Prajapa'nın insanın kutu hayatını e, mahveden bir şey olduğunu belirtiyor. Biz herkesin her şeyi söylediği bir dünyada yaşıyoruz. Herkes hakkında internette, herkes hakkında istediğiniz her şeyi söyleyebilirsiniz. Belki bana istisna olarak bu ülkede Cumhurbaşkanı hakkında konuşmak olabilir. People should not be allowed to say anything and everything about anyone. Ve bu da aslında iyi bir şey. İnsanların herkes hakkında istekleri her şeyi söyleme hakkın olmaması gerekir. People may say, well, that's democracy. İnsanlar bunu demokrasi olduğunu söylüyor. Said democracy was good. Ve demokrasi iyi, iyi bir şey olduğunu söylüyorlar. It happens to be the current trend. Yani bugünlerde daha güncel olan şey bu. Demokrasi iyi bir şey oldu söyleniyor. Ama bu insanları ve toplumu tamamen kontrol dışı hale getiriyor. Okay, but uh, so here here is the uh, this ability to withstand the urges. Uh, uh, it means that someone is tira, a sober person, even though the urge to speak, even though the mind may tend to wander. Burada dürtülere dayanabilme yeteneğinden bahsediyor. Bir kişinin konuşma dürtüsü olsa da Even though we may want to eat more than necessary or eat things that we shouldn't. Yani ihtiyaç olduğundan daha fazla yeme eğilimi olsa da, dürtüsü olsa da. And most importantly, even though uh, we may want to uh, enjoy the utmost pleasure, this uh, uh, unrestricted sexual enjoyment, this is not one should be able to control these urges. Ya da herhangi bir kısıtlama olmaksızın cinsel arzularımızı yerine getirmek isteyebiliriz ama hayır, bir kısıtlama olması gerekiyor. Now ultimately control is not a... Uh, is not a goal in itself. 
Kontrol kendi başına bir amaç değil. Bir şey e, ulaşmak istediğin nihai amaç. Because control also means there's a possibility of losing control. Çünkü kontrol söz konusu olduğunda kontrol kaybetme de ihtimali ortaya çıkarıyoruz. And when you reach Shrimad Bhagavatam, uh, anyway beyond the cantos that we have now translated into Turkish. Then we see many examples of yogis who fall down. Yogis, gyanis, and then even bhaktas. So, because there has to be more than just controlling the urge. Ultimately, if the heart becomes purified, then the urge also goes. And the urge becomes towards pleasing Krishna and serving Krishna. But there's an interim period between the two. And if it was just this long, it would be doing good. <laughs> I don't have arms long enough to say how long You have to be tolerant. And that's why Rupa Goswami will later say, Nishchayat Daryat, that you have to be patient. So control has to also be a natural thing. And you need two things. One is you need spiritual strength. So as Nishinga was saying earlier, uh, that the purpose of this Sangha uh, or uh, this retreat is to show how devotees can build their spiritual strength. And spiritual strength comes from regulated spiritual activity. So it's like scales. You put you put your spiritual regulation on this side and the urges on this side. And if the spiritual practice is not more than the urges, then you lose, you get weighed out. So, rising, chanting Hare Krishna, reading Shastra, uh, having some uh, small deity worship, Erken kalkmak, mahamantrayı söylemek, şastraları okumak ve küçük bir mutiye sahip olmak. Preferably at the beginning of the day. Özellikle de günün erken saatlerinde. Give spiritual strength. Bu spiritual bir güç veriyor. How much should we do that? Ne kadar yapmalıyız bunu? You'll know by the basis of how well you got the urges under control. Yani bunun sürekli ne kadar süre için yapmalıyız? Dürtüleri ne zaman kontrol altına alıyorsak o süreye kadar yapmalıyız. The urges are weighing you out, and you got to do more on this side. So if it goes down, then you have to put more on this side. So if eight rounds is not enough, then you got to try twelve. Prabhupada preferred the minimum of sixteen. And sometimes even devotees who chant 16 rounds, uh, when they're really going through a uh, rough patch, sometimes they say, oh, I ought to chant 32 rounds. And, and so that's one, that one ingredient. It has to be there. Spiritual strength. And of course, the 
quality of these spiritual activities also depends upon the type of strength that they give. But even that's not enough because Krishna consciousness is not a uh, wrestling match. But there has to be a taste. So rasa. Uh, rasa means taste. We do things because they give us a taste. They give us a taste of pleasure. The taste is pleasure. Enjoyment and pleasure. Pleasure brings about different types of other sensations. So you get a certain type of pleasure from speaking. Some people, they just love to hear themselves speak. And they, they feel very gratified if they can talk. They, they get a certain buzz. You all know the pleasure that comes from eating. It's a... Uh, Eating is an extraordinary thing. Just imagine what life would be like if Krishna had designed us in such a way that we just, you know, absorb the oxygen and we don't eat. So, but Krishna gave every living entity this experience uh, of eating and everyone really gets a rasa from it. But now, all of, uh, and, and that's actually our nature, there's nothing wrong with wanting to enjoy. So constitutional statements of scripture is that not only we, but Krishna is always seeking after pleasure. But there are two types of pleasure. There's material pleasure and there's spiritual pleasure. So Krishna says, Parandishtha, Rasovarjan you have to get, uh, get more spiritual pleasure, and that will give you also the other impetus to control the lower material pleasure. Have a very ecstatic kirtan. When you eat some very nice prasadam. And when you have some other spiritual experiences, which everyone has. You get a higher taste. But that higher taste is much more subtle than this other gross taste. And you also have to work more for it. So, you can walk in the kitchen and you can just cook something and then you can immediately eat it. And that's material taste. But you can take the same thing and then you have to put it onto Krishna's plate and you have to offer it on the altar and then you have to chant some mantras and then you have to wait until Krishna eats. Jiva vegan. You're not just immediately chasing after the urge of the tongue because the smell of what you cooked is all throughout the kitchen and it smells so good. 
tadını alma dürtüsünün peşinden koşmuyorsunuz. Çünkü bütün o koku mutfağa kaplamış durumda. Her şeyi onun kaplarına geçiriyorsunuz, boşaltıyorsunuz, sonra e, multiplerin kaplarını temizliyorsunuz. And then you don't just eat standing up Ayakta sonra böyle ağzında atmıyorsunuz. Sonra tatlı bir şekilde oturuyorsunuz ve tek tek herkese yemekleri sunuyorsunuz. Ve bu aynı şey aynı şey ama biri maddi bir zevk haline geliyor, diğeri spiritual bir zevk haline geliyor. Ama spiritual için biraz daha fazla çalışmamız gerekiyor. İki şey var spiritual hayatta, spiritual olan tam. Ve bunlar da bizim bu dürtüleri kontrol altına almamıza yardımcı oluyor. So, Kira Goswami is saying that the essence of all advice begins that devotees should take up the practice of Krishna consciousness. Ve tavsiyelerde şu şekilde başlayalım Goswami'ye göre. Adınan adını takip etmeli, bu sürece başlamalı. And, uh, and they should learn how to become sober. Ve nasıl akıllı bir kimse haline geleceklerini öğrenmeli. In short, to uh, resist the urges of the senses is called tolerance. Duyuların bu dürtülerine tolere edilmek, onları dayanabilmek bu şekilde tolerans olarak tanımlanıyor, hoşgörü olarak. And this is also what Bhagavad Gita starts with. Ve Bhagavad Gita da bununla başlıyor. So Krishna says, Matra, Svarsas, Tisons, Kankaya, Sitoshna, Sita, Dukada, Agama, Apainanitas, Tamstitikshasra, Varada. That one has to learn how to tolerate these things. Krishna da, Bhagavad-Gita'ya bununla başlıyor. Kişi nasıl hoşgörüyle karşılayacağını öğrenmeli, toler edebileceğini. And the other verse that ends with Dira. Ve Dira ile biten bir diğer kutu hangisi? So uh, Krishna also uses this word dira in the beginning of the Gita. And tolerance is one of the, or the ability to be able to tolerate is one of the qualities of a Vaishnava. And as we'll see uh, later on, that this idea of controlling uh, these different urges uh, is not just uh, not just meant to be a battle. Uh, our main uh, our main focus should be positive uh, nourishment uh, from the activities of devotional service while naturally controlling the urges of the senses. And bizim temel fikrimiz bundan beslenmek olmalı, spiritual faaliyetlerden beslenmek olmalı. Bir yandan da dürtüleri kontrol ederken. But the underlying qualification is being stated here that someone is a tolerant sadhaka. Ama bunun gerisinde yatan özellik nitelik burada belirtiliyor. Bir kişinin akıllı bir and and in order to do this uh, one also has to have a certain measure of insight insight means that in order to manasya and throw the vegan in order to control the mind you can't control the mind unless your intelligence is strong Ve zihni kontrol etmek için de zekanın güçlü olması gerekiyor. So, uh, the uh, uh, hierarchy uh, of uh, the uh, from uh, the gross senses uh, to the spirit soul is also described uh, later in the Gita. Daha sonra Gita'da bu kaba olan duyulardan 
Ruha kadar olan kısım tanımlanıyor bu hiyerarşi. Sukhisha says, Indriyani praniyahur, Indriyabiyat paramana, manasastopuru budhi, yogudhi parasastusa. He says that the grossest part of our material covering is the body. Working senses, hands, legs, knowledge acquiring centers, the ears, eyes, tongue. And then there's the mind. Unfortunately, there's the mind. <laughs> and despite the fact that it is originally produced from the mood of goodness, and it's, a, it's subordinate to the in, uh, uh, intelligence in terms of subtlety and empowerment. Uh, it has the ability to drive you nuts. So, we see that especially in this day and age, people are suffering so much from all types of mental diseases. But the mind is capable of causing so much distress and influencing uh, all parts of the body. And that's how the whole uh, psychology and psychiatric fields uh, came up. And the world that we live in, it really agitates the mind more and more. We're not living in a world that's, uh, uh, that's conducive to a peaceful state of mind. Biz e, din için huzur, dine huzur veren bir ortamda yaşamıyoruz, öyle bir dünyada yaşamıyoruz. But above the mind is the intelligence. Ama dinin yukarısında, ötesinde zeka var. Budhi. Budhi. And the reason the mind is so powerful is because the intelligence has been actually bewildered. Ve dinin bu kadar güç kazanmış olmasının nedeni de zekanın e, çılgına dönmüş olması. And in effect it's let the mind take control. Bewildered means the intelligence has forgotten what the purpose of life is. Uh, has gone along with this idea of sense enjoyment. And then given over the reins to the mind to then select uh, just what's good and what's not bad in terms of satisfying the senses. And the more control you give over to the mind, the more the intelligence becomes bewildered. Which unfortunately you don't have. But those who are English speakers, Russian speakers, they must read it. There is a certain point where Lord Chaitanya enters into Jagannath Puri. And he's in great, great ecstasy. No, no one can understand what this ecstasy is. They think that he's sick or is mentally deranged. Anyway, the uh, the prime minister of the king, Sargon Vatacharya, he brings him to his home. And he sees Lord Chaitanya is exhibiting these symptoms of ecstasy, which they think are madness. But the interesting thing is, he says, listen, I can see that you're mentally disturbed. 
So now you just sit down and you hear Vedanta Sutra from me for seven days. And once you understand Vedanta, then your mind will be okay. So of course there's a whole lila related to what happened. But here the point is, is that what Sarvabhama is saying is that if you hear spiritual truth, the mind will regain its original discriminating nature, the intelligence will regain its discrimination. And it will be able to take control over the mind again. So when we go back to getting spiritual strength, without systematic, regular study of Shastra, it doesn't work. Ve spiritual gücümüzü düzenli bir şekilde şastraya çalışmadığımızda, okumadığımızda ele geçirmemiz tekrar mümkün değil. So unless you, unless you read Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam daily, you cannot control your mind. Bhagavad Gita ve Srimad Bhagavatam'a eğer gün, her gün okumazsak bunu yapamayız. Prabhupada wrote these books. Prabhupada bu kitapları yazdı. And as you know, he wrote more books than are translated into Turkish. I was Prabhupada's primary business. Srila Prabhupada kept telling his senior devotees, you take care of all these other things and let me just retire and write. Because Srila Prabhupada's conviction was, aside from all the other benefits and functions of his books. Is that if we have uh, if we have this knowledge, we will become sane. And this is the one of the primary emphasis that's repeated over over and over again uh, in scripture. To hear, to hear in the association of Vaishnavas, in one sense it becomes even primary to chanting. Because if you didn't hear about chanting, you wouldn't be chanting. So, while Krishna consciousness is not about becoming a scholar, but it is about becoming sane. And it is about learning who Krishna is. And Krishna is no small thing. This is not just about believing in God. Just like uh, uh, kind of architect. So when he was a young boy, he just didn't believe in being an architect and then all of a sudden started designing shopping centers. But he had to go to school. And he had to learn. And that's what uh, all of you also did. So, believing in arithmetic doesn't pass an arithmetic test. So similarly, believing in God is not enough. That's the, just the beginning. And God's creation and particularly what's relevant here is how does God's Maya work? How does Krishna's illusion work? If you're in jail and you want to break out, you need a floor plan of the jail. 
So you want to dig a tunnel, you better be digging in the right direction. Otherwise, you may dig a tunnel over into the guard's dining room. So we're, we're in this illusion. And this isn't just an illusion of our making. This illusion Krishna made. Therefore it's very convincing. So it's as perfect as he is. It's no simple thing to get out of. So when Krishna does something, he does it well. And when we want to be an illusion and think that we're God, Krishna gives us the facility and it becomes very convincing. So you see, you're in the middle of Istanbul, very convincing that this is actually reality. So knowledge means, but how is it not real? And, and what are the what are the keys, what are the aspects uh, by which I actually get out of this world? So, these are aspects of what it means to be tira, sober. And how it's possible to be sober. Prabhupada would, uh, for instance, uh, give the example of uh, uh, having uh, having children. Now, having children is a very natural biological urge. But at the same time, why is it that uh, some people uh, become sannyasis? Because you start thinking. Okay, on one side there's a biological urge and an emotional satisfaction. On the other side I've got 25 years of slavehood. You can't argue with children. You can't tell them, you know, I'm chanting my rounds, be good. You've got to, you have to work, you have to provide, you have to get them educated, you have to until they're really way standing on their own. So, intelligence means, all right, now, in the balance, which one of these things am I going to do? This side takes time. Even if I'm a Vaishnava, this is going to take a lot of my time, a lot of my energy, and a lot of my focus. So therefore someone might think, no, I'll rather I'll rather tolerate that urge and more than compensate with it with the extra spiritual opportunities I have on this side. So that's just one example. Which is not to minimize the opportunity of having family life because for the most part that urge very few people are going to resist. Only those who have gone through it, then that's called one of And once you've gone through the experience, 
then it's done and then one focuses fully. So in any case, we're emphasizing the importance of this knowledge. Because knowledge purifies our consciousness and it allows us to see things in a different way. There's a fire burning over here. I've never seen a fire before. When you touch that, you get some knowledge. After having once touched fire, you look at fire in a different way than the first time. The thing is that this that this whole world is like we sing in the morning, samsara dhavanalita. This is all a big fire, forest fire. Everything's burning. Uh, because it's all part of the same illusion. Therefore, we need to have the eyes of knowledge so we know how to use and deal with fire. Just because fire burns doesn't mean, no, forget it, I, I don't want anything to do with it. So without fire, life becomes quite primitive. So not only seeing things differently, but knowing what is the utility of things. Where do things belong? How are they meant to be used? You only know that with knowledge. Take an automobile engine. It's got 15,000 moving parts. It's a BMW, it's got 20,000. It's a Rolls Royce, it's got 25,000. You take one of those parts. You can't just stick it anywhere. Ah, it doesn't look good over there. I'll, I'll put it over here. It looks much better over here. You pull out one screw, the car doesn't work. You've probably had that experience sometimes. Car breaks down, but just over some very little minor thing. So, similarly, our vision of the world at present is on the basis of aham. Ahankara, the Mudatma, is me. That I'm the center. Now, Dira is a different type of vision. Dira is that you move from I'm the center, you move to Krishna is the center. And when you do that, you get a different perspective on things. Things look, start to look different. Just like, you know, if I'm standing here and I'm looking at that chair, it looks... This way it looks like one thing. When I move over here, it, it looks different. Because from over here, I don't see the side. I don't see the side view. And I could even uh, mistake this, that it's just a two-dimensional thing. So you need to be able to actually get a real perspective on things from Krishna's point of view. And again, it takes knowledge. 
Ve bu da yine bilgi gerektirir. So if you don't know the three dimensional objects have different views. Yani eğer biz bunun e, bütün üç boyutlu şeylerin farklı açılardan farklı görünümlü bilgisine sahip değilsek o zaman buradan bakıp bunun sadece bir çamaşır atkısı olduğunu düşünebiliriz. And therefore this is called the Krishna consciousness movement. Bu nedenle de buna Krishna bilinci hareketi deniyor. We need to be able to change our consciousness. Bizim bilincimizi değiştirebiliyor olmamız gerekiyor. Changing our consciousness depends on changing our conduct. Ve bilincimizi değiştirmek de davranışlarımızı değiştirmek anlamına geliyor. Here it means you have to tolerate the urges, which also implies that you do something with all of these other things. Dürtüleri tolerebilmek anlamına geliyor ve bu da bahsedilen diğer şeylerle ilgili bir şey yapmış olmak gerekiyor. So just says you know the urge to speak. It doesn't mean that you're not supposed to speak. Yani e, burada konuşma dürtüsünü kontrol etmekten bahsettiğimizde konuşmamayı kastetmiyoruz. Eğer konuşma dürtüsünü tolere ediyorsam başka bir şekilde konuşuyor olmalıyım. Ne şekilde konuşuyor olmalıyım? You know, and then of course there and there are so many techniques. The communication world today is very good at giving us communication techniques. İletişim dünyası bugünlerde çok iyi. Bize farklı teknikler veriyor. E, i̇letişim teknikleri. Have you ever had a conversation? Eğer bir e, diyalog içine girdiyseniz. When you're trying to tell someone something and about halfway through they cut in and they start answering you. İnsanlar onlara bir şey söylemeye başladığınızda daha da hızlı yarısına geldiğinizde sizi kesip e, cevap vermeye başlıyorlar. Or the other way around when you do that to somebody. Ya da tam tersi siz bunu birine yapıyor olabilirsiniz. You can feel this the urge. I want to I want to immediately reply to someone, but I don't even know exactly what they're fully going to say, but I think I know what they're going to say. Yani bu dürtü hissedebilirsiniz. Hemen cevap verme dürtüsüne kapılabilirsiniz. Ama tam olarak ne dediğini duymamış olursunuz. Yine de ne dediğini bildiğinizi düşünürsünüz. So why should I bother listening? I already know what he's going to say, so I'm going to cut him off. Yani neden dinlemekle zaman kaybedeyim ki zaten ne diyeceğini biliyorum. En iyisi onu yarıda kesin konuşmak. Yani Bahçe Begam bu konuşma dürtüsü ortaya çıkıyor. Ama hayır, insanlara söyledikleri şeyleri söylemeleri izin vermemiz gerekiyor. Sarvam Bhattacharya is a Mayavadi and he tells Lord Chaitanya, you just listen to me explain me on the sutra. Yani bir diğer örneği de bunun. Sarvam Bhattacharya bir Vedantist ve benim söylediklerimi dinle diyor. Alright, so he's he's a great scholar, greatest scholar in India and Lord Chaitanya, well he's God but anyway, he just sits and for seven days he listens, he doesn't say a word. Kendisi iyi bir akademisyen ve Hindistan'da ünlü zamanında. Rab Çeytan bize ne yapıyor? Yedi gün boyunca hiçbir şey söylemeden dinliyor. And he just waits and waits and waits until Sarbom is finished. Ve bekliyor, bekliyor, bekliyor ta ki Sarbom'a bitirene kadar. Sarbom'a söz. Do you understand what I said? Sarbom da diyor ki anladın mı ne dediğimi? What you said said no I can't understand a word. <laughs> Don't you know Vedanta? I know Vedanta, but what you're saying is got nothing to do with Vedanta. And then Lord Chaitanya started to answer. But was Lord Chaitanya gave him the courtesy for one whole week. Until he finished, he listened. Ama Rab Çeytanya'na bir hafta boyunca tüm söylemek istediğini söylemesi için fırsat verdi. Bitirene kadar bekledi. So you know, different uh, management gurus will always say let people speak what they want to say. Bu idare sanatıyla ilgili birçok gururlar var biliyorsunuz. Onlar hep bunu tavsiye ediyor. İnsanların konuşmalarını bitirmesine izin verin. So virtual vegan means yes, control that urge. Well, I already know what they're going to say. Virtual <gülüyor> vegan. Evet, o dürtüyü kontrol edin. Biliyorum zaten ne söyleyeceğini and let them speak and then respond in a way that that really does justice to what they've said. Yani 
Konuşmanın bitirmelerini bildirmeyin ve sonra da cevap verin. Onların söyledikleriyle ilintili olarak. So to change our perspective of things is what Krishna consciousness is about. Krishna bilince şeylere dair olan bakış açımızı değiştirmekle ilgili. And you need to strengthen the intelligence in order to be able to do that. Ve bunu yapabilmek için de zekayı güçlendirmemiz gerekiyor. Intelligence helps us see in a certain way. Zeka bizim belli bir şekilde görmemize yardımcı oluyor. Intelligence can take re-control over the mind. Ve zeka tekrar zihne verilmiş olan kontrolü ele geçirebilir. And it's only when the mind is under control that you can control the senses. Ve ancak zihin kontrol altına alındığında duyuları kontrol etmek mümkün olacakmış. So the, this mind control is a real important function uh, of yoga. It's sort of an essential feature of yoga. Zihin kontrolü yoga'nın gerçekten çok önemli bir uh, noktasını oluşturuyor. So later in the sixth chapter, Krishna says, "Bandhuratmatmanastasya, jainatmayvatmanajita, anatmanas, kushatrutri, varate atmayvashatrubat." That your mind can be the best of friends. Or your mind can be your worst enemy. But unless you control your mind, uh, then actually you can't really get into uh, further aspects of Krishna consciousness. Because the interesting thing is that Krishna consciousness is called Manodharma. It's called the Dharma of the mind. Not Dharma of the crazy mind, Dharma of the mind who's your friend. Because it's your mind that enables you to think about Krishna. It's your mind uh, that ultimately helps us actually meditate and perform the different uh, functions of devotional activities. But if it's not under control, and ultimately if it's not purified, then, then it's a constant struggle. So, over and beyond this dhira, over and beyond this control uh, state, is the state of purification. So, Rupa Goswami will describe later on, and I'm ending in a minute, that uh, just controlling these senses is not enough. Ultimately, we have to purify ourselves from all the bad habits which cause these urges. Where do these vegan come from? That there are karma. They come from habits that we've uh, accumulated through countless lives in this world. And that's another topic. So I just sort of introduce this Upadesha Amrita uh, now and this first verse. Goswami says that yes, he's talking to practicing devotees who are dearer, who are self-controlled. And that's, that's where things continue on from. Srila Prabhupada was very fond of this book. He also wanted it distributed widely to non-devotees. He said then people will know what Krishna consciousness is about. It goes from this dira all the way to Krishna's pastimes in the spiritual world in 11 verses. So 
Tomorrow morning, everyone has to know this verse in Sanskrit and Turkish. So write it down for yourself, wherever you go, put it on your glasses, on one of yours. Yeah, that strengthens the intelligence. You will see what it will do when you're meditating on this verse while trying to learn it. And this is easy. When when I joined, that was uh, that was part of our daily. Everybody had to learn a verse a day. That's why I ended up memorizing Bhagavad Gita and uh, other verses. And, and, and it's very good uh, exercise. It's like muscles for the intelligence. Otherwise the intelligence gets very, you know, it's like you don't move, then you become very flabby. So this exercises the muscles of the intelligence and you feel fresh. And this is a easy verse. Some of the other, uh, other verses are much more difficult to learn. Okay, it's breakfast time. Thank you very much. We'll continue tomorrow. We'll do a couple of verses tomorrow, maybe two or three. Yeah, and we'll have this working. Okay, the first thing we're going to do is everyone is going to, with closed eyes, recite the verse. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.